guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we're talking about the film that ruined your childhood and made you afraid to go to the bathroom alone. Don't say his name five times because it'll show up and then gut you from the rooter to the tutor. Because <laughs> we're talking about Candyman. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? I'm so sure. Want a date? Listen, sister, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. Just look like you like me, and let's stay in time, all right? No. It snakes up to this big. Wolfman's got an What did I say? No jelly rolls. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Because, hey, motherfucker. Hey, guys, thanks for joining the cult. I really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to our iTunes page. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show. Uh, then Do head- No, no, we don't. But I figured that's because everybody's still busy out buying our newly available T-shirts. I believe we have 11 designs as of, the, of as of this podcast. Ooh. Where you, you can go choose on Redbubble.com. Just type CFI in the CFIR in the search bar. Make sure you get all the letters in there. That's CFIR. That's Charlie Foxtrot, Foxtrot. Indigo. Rainbow, Romeo, So go there and buy our shirts now that you really want to. After that, Redbubble.com, Redbubble.com, and then you can also uh, head over to our YouTube page and like subscribe there. Leave us fun comments, uh, fun comments, fun okay. YouTube, fun and fun, fun comments. comments. Yeah. I believe at this time we would we would maybe have booked Night of the Creeps at Film Bar. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Do I'm pretty date? sure. It's not 100% confirmed, but we're, we're 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 going for Night of the Creeps. Do we have a date yet? No. Uh, sometime in next month, in July. In July. Yeah. In July. Phoenix Film Bar. So, coming up, stay tuned for more details. Uh, tonight we are talking about Candyman, but before we do, I am joined, as always, by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmer. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. Like I said, it's Candyman. It was directed by Bernard Rose. Came out in 1992. Had a budget of $30 million. I don't know if that's one of... Did we confirm this? It's the best I could find. It's yeah. the best that we could find. It only made $25.7 million in the box office. So Gotta the, get that point seven. in Didn't even get the budget back. If that <laughs> Every budget dollar sure. counts I don't think under. the thirty. I don't think $30 million makes sense for this film, so I don't think that's it might. true. It might. It might. was filmed in the U.S. Has a rating of R and currently sits at a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Wow. This hmm. is Chris's pick. Quiz. Why'd you pick this film? Guys, I, w- I was going to pick this a long-ass time ago, like a year ago, um, but you can't really find this movie streaming on anything. I think you can buy it on Vudu, but you can't rent it anywhere. You did try to, yeah, you did try so to pick we this skipped film, it. It was gonna be and like we a, couldn't find it. Yeah, so we skipped over it. Finally, we got a copy and that we could all see, and so um, this is a film that scared me as a kid and it was a film that I was really anxious to see because you know this is about 92 like I was like seven years old you know really starting to get into like scary things and like the idea of like Candyman you know was like I mean it's the Bloody Mary story you know that you were always told so um, I always remembered loving this film I, I hadn't seen it for a little while and I wanted to bring it to the show I'm gonna assume everybody has probably seen this movie already but I might be wrong has anyone not seen this film before? Everyone's seen it. All right. It's not, all right. 
uh, Kyle, when's the first time you saw it? Or, or when's the last time you saw it? Let me ask that question. When's the last time you saw it? Jesus. Uh, probably the first time I saw it. Yeah. I've only seen this. This is only probably the second time that I can actually remember really? actually seeing this movie. Uh, first time I saw it uh, was probably, I don't know, 18, 19, maybe years old. I saw it late, late, late in my in my horror I'm, movie life. I'm right there with you, Kyle. I'm the same same way. I maybe saw this film once before this. I was like, I didn't. I might as well have not seen this film. Yeah, there was there was like I had vignettes in my head that I thought I remembered yeah. from the film, like little scenes. But I realized I realized halfway through watching this movie that I got the ending of this movie confused with the ending of Hellraiser. Oh, <laughs> wait, right? Is that there, there's both bonfires are standing in front of and stuff flutters through the air? Yeah, in Hellraiser, Hellraiser, the house is on that. fire, oh, yeah. burns down. Oh, doesn't okay. like a bat or creature fly away or some yeah, shit? Yeah, like a demon thing. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know. God, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I thought that. Right. So okay, Mike. God, I think I saw this film probably really close when it came out. So what do you say, ninety two? Yeah. yeah. So I probably saw this in like '95. Yeah. Maybe, no, even earlier. I might have seen it earlier, like when I was 13. Like '91. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first people that actually screened this film. Yeah. Uh, very different ending when they showed it. That's when. That's back. But no when, one got it, so they changed it. That's actually back when you first launched your your blog that's about right. movies. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. One of the first movies night. you reviewed on actually, your on your blog on FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com. Um. Yeah, and I think I saw it maybe one other time when I was like twenty something. I feel like the I feel like Chris, you've put this on um, during like Halloween, like pumpkin carving night. Yeah. So I feel like I've. I don't think he has. I feel like I've seen really? it. Really? Yeah, because nothing gets the party started like a little candy man. Well, it's either that or no, it's whatever always, else you put on always, every year. It's always Hellraiser. Dead Alive is. Yeah, is that's a, a great yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I probably have put this on before. No. I'm sure I have it. You say no? Yes. There was a few years you weren't there. Yeah, that's true. You, yeah. Might, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You're in fucking. Colorado. I definitely am a fan of this film, <laughs> so I've put I've put it on uh, quite a few Jesus. few times. Give like, away your give away your score. No, but Chris. listen, I sat oh to, to sit down and analyze Le- it this leave time. Leave us hanging on uh, on a thread there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on your every word. Can't wait until you. <laughs> what are you gonna give it? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously. It's got to be. No, it's a, it's a complete mystery, Mike. You don't know which way I'm going. Complete mystery. What if halfway through it he realized, I fucking hate this movie? I was like, God damn, what did I like about it? <laughs> well, it's it's Clive Barker, too, right? So this is a Clive Barker story. It's based off a Clive Barker story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is what? Is this a hot thing to do in 90? Uh-huh. When was. When was no, oh. Yeah, because Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Popped off in, in the eighties, and, that, yeah, and that and that brought Clyde Barker a little more recognition in the mainstream. And this this was probably part of that kind of because this is a short story too that this is based off of. This isn't like a full book he wrote, you know, right? I almost wonder how much how much of the story is this this is actually based on. I've never read it, so I'd be curious to I'd be curious to see what the difference. Yeah, all is. I all I read was that the only difference I read, and I think you read this too, is that in the original story, it takes place in Liverpool in the UK. Yeah, and the director or the writer or the producer decided to move it to Chicago because they got uh, discounts. On the, <laughs> on the on the locations really? and shit like that. Yeah. I know that. Well, well, I don't. I, I can't argue with favor. it. Yes, because it did for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I think. Well, what? What year was Howard? Like eighty eight. Late eighties. 
87 for the original. Okay. 88 for the second one. Three was okay. in the 90s, right? 92. Yeah. So Clive Barker, yeah. <laughs> Clive, <laughs> Clive Barker's kind of on a roll. So, yeah, he's doing good. I, that brings up a question that I wanted to ask everybody else here, because I was going through yeah. while we were waiting uh, for, for Cody's computer to load. <laughs> As as we do every week, it's like the Flint's on the podcast. I wait for an owl to pop out of every every week. Every week we we sit down at 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 a at a reasonable time, and his computer boots up at ten. I was looking through stories by Clyde Barker, movies based on stories, and I was scrolling through the list, and I was I was going to ask, I was curious what your guys' opinion was on his films, films that are based on his stuff that you guys have seen. Like, is this your favorite Clyde Barker? Like. Influenced uh, film, or is there? Do you guys prefer Hellraiser? Or I prefer Hellraiser. Yeah, I would say the same from what I've seen so far. This is definitely number two, though. This is the number two Clyde Barker film for me. This might, this one might be really like. I mean, I think this is my number one. I mean, Hellraiser is good, and I do enjoy Hellraiser quite a bit. But that was a direct. uh, uh, He directed that film. He didn't direct this film. No, he just produced it. Yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah, I'm just talking about like movies that are based on stories written by him. Gotcha. So, what are the ones that they are there? Lord of Illusions, Block of Blood, okay. uh, Nightbreed, uh, Nightbreed, Nightbreed, Dread, Midnight Meat Train. Nightbreed might be number three. Quicksilver Highway. Yeah, Nightbreed's right up there for sure. Hmm. Nightbreed's think, number three. Nightbreed's number three. I think Hellraiser, Hellraiser two. I don't think he directed that. That did he? I don't think he did number no. two. No, he no. didn't. Um. But he but did. It, he it, did produce it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Tony Randall did that. So I'm going. I'm going. Hellraiser, Candyman, Nightbreed for me. Those are my top three. That's probably my top three. Then a Lord of Illusions four. Mike, what are your three? What are your three? Um, yeah, I'd probably go with, you know, Candyman, Hellraiser. I don't know. I like Nightbreed, Nightbreed but I also too. like I like my Midnight Me Train too. I, That's hmm. weird. Don't think what do what, do what <laughs> what's your issue with that film? I was so bored watching it. Really? Yeah. It's like intense violence and <laughs> fucking rock and roll but, throughout like on a train. You know what <laughs> never goes good together? Horror movies and like he- rock and roll. Really? You don't I think don't so? know. That's, <laughs> that's a bold you know statement. What? It ha- you yeah, can, bold horror statement. It from has Kyle. a lot of like Asian Asian cinema like. The way kind of influence in the it. way that you described the way that you described Midnight Meat Train was very well. It's like you do this all the time. It's like it's like you do something called Plots with Mike. Am I just which one am I doing? Am I doing Midnight Meat Train? Yeah, can you do <laughs> Midnight Meat Train <laughs> first, please? Is this going to be a review of Midnight Meat Train instead? We <laughs> <laughs> just do that instead. Candyman. You don't say his name five times. We're going to do it tonight, though. I think we're going to. We've probably already said it five times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it involves what's her name. <laughs> what? Helen? Helen. Helen. So Helen is see here's the part. She's what is she going for a PhD? I think she's getting her doc her doctorate. Or, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. she is investigating urban legends. Right. As part of her. And that's gonna be her thesis. thesis and she's yeah. doing this with her friend. And uh she comes across the legend of Candyman. And um what she finds out is like conveniently enough, actually, is that um in researching it, uh there are people that are just like that work there. That that that, like, that work at the school. Yeah, they're like yeah. they're just like yeah, I know all about that because I live in that area. And she's like, well, tell me all about it. And they're like, oh yeah, it, it's this kind of project housing mm-hmm. situation that happened. She goes back to her old place and finds out that her apartment building 
which are nice condos, mm-hmm. right, were actually the exact same floor model for the same project housing, except one's on one side of the, of the, the tracks, of the tracks and the, the other's on the other, right? Yeah. And she kind of learns also that, like, uh, through that, she finds out that, like, um, like they were kind of put together pretty shittily. Like, you yeah. just, like, walk through the medicine cabinets and get into the other other houses. Mm-hmm. So she decides, like, she's going to investigate this a little further. So she heads over to the project housing uh, with her friend, and um, they start finding, you know, kind of like graffiti that's showing, like, this legend of Candyman, like, all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. And, um... She, you know, investigates it, takes some pictures and stuff like that. She's getting really involved in it. And then she decides uh, one day to say the name of Candyman five times in a mirror. And Candyman, you know, rather than just coming out and right and killing her, like he has with right. some of his other victims by this time, um, decides to kind of like take, it almost takes a liking to her, right? He's just kind of following around, kind of terrorizing her. Next thing you know... um, He's killing people, but like kind of framing her. Like, like what most men do when they take a liking to a woman, yeah, yeah. they you know, frame them for multiple I do, murders. I did the same thing with my girlfriend. She's in jail right now, but guess what? She ain't going nowhere. And that's the important thing. Um, but real hard for those conjugal and visits. They're, and they're in love, though, but they're in love. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's she going to do? She's got no choice. Um,. I got an ironclad lawyer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she starts getting kind of um, framed for these murders. Um, they try putting her in a sand asylum. They try, like, locking her up. Mm-hmm. But, like, Candyman kind of is, like, following her around. He kind of wants her to, to he keeps saying, I want you to be my victim, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, by the end of this, you know, she, she's kind of gripping with, I think also whether or not Candyman is just a manifestation of her mind. There's a lot of that going on, a little bit similar to In the Mouth of Madness, <laughs> where she doesn't know if Candyman's really a real thing or not. Um, and uh, she decides to kind of investigate further, but also has to clear her name in the process. Right. I think that's probably where the plot goes. Yeah. And there you have it. There's plots with Mike. When we come back, we'll talk more about Candyman. Candyman was the son of a slave. His father had amassed a considerable fortune from designing a device for the mass producing of shoes after the Civil War. Candyman had been sent to all the best schools and had grown up in polite society. He had a prodigious talent as an artist and was much sought after when it came to the documenting of one's wealth and position in society in a portrait. We're back. We're talking about Candyman. Came out in 1992. Had a budget of 30 million dollars, which I think is a fucking made up number. There's no way this. Why movie do you think costs. that's a made up number? Yeah. Because there's no way this movie costs 30 what? million. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. okay. For like what the last, it? for the like the last five weeks, you have been like suddenly on this like terror. Yeah. You've been on a terror to like rip apart movies' budgets. Yeah. How can you possibly not think this was thirty-five million? A shot in Chicago on locations. Yeah, there's a whole scene where Helen is running through. We 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 were just joking about where she's running through a vacant like city block. Like there's these shots with the 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 river in downtown. I forgot the name of that fucking river, but there there's shots there where it's like all fucking empty too, and it's like yeah, old, old steamy river. Shit costs money. And there's a lot of big shots in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh. We need to talk about other things too. Like a budget is not just like 
what, what you, you see, see on the screen. screen. Yeah. No, no, I know You don't know, know how big the crew is, what they were demanding. You don't know how much money went into the marketing. and like, well, does, does it go? It, the marketing counts too, right? So does that depends. go into the budget? No, it, de- usually it depends not. on how usually the numbers not? are reported. Okay. Yeah, usually not. So, But still, like, the crew, how big the crew is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I it's just, not just like, well, I didn't see anything explode, so. <laughs> <laughs> There was there, there wasn't a T one thousand flying a helicopter no, under a bridge. It cost a lot of yeah. money. There was not one transformer. No, yeah. it just cost a lot you know. of money to control set and to do stunts and to do good effects and to get you know now anybody can get a drone shot. Back then you had to have like a helicopter. Hired you know? a helicopter. It's like and you had to do that shit like perfectly. It, I don't know. I, I I could see. And there's a shitload of aerial shots in this movie. Yeah, there's a shitload of them. Yep. I I I, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, Maybe they just had it sense, available, dude. and they're like, "We're gonna make this comfortably." Thirty-five feels right. Thirty. It was problem 30. is they didn't make it back. Apparently, I'm sure. 30, they, 30 I'm sure they have right. over time, but not. Thirty does not plus, feel right to me. Plus, well, the, uh, you brought this up. Well, we we were talking about this um, before the break, which was, um, it was Clyde Barker. He's hot. I mean, maybe he got maybe maybe it costs a little bit to get his film rates at this time for a story. I don't know. Like that, you got to factor that into it. Then paying for the rights for the fucking story to you use. Believe this, Mike, you believe this film costs thirty million? Yeah. Oh, Mike, you're out of control. <laughs> God, I need. To, is there is any of our listeners like a fucking accountant in a fuck in the film industry, and yeah. someone could send send like a, a general breakdown? But the thing, like, it's not like this film was like an indie. <laughs> yeah. No. And even then, it's like thirty million is like not like a ton of money, like even by nineteen ninety two standards, right? They were hundred no. million dollar films. How much? In 19- no. How much Jurassic Park cost? What? How much Jurassic like, Park cost? I'm gonna guess ninety six. I mean, I'm gonna say that costs w- over a hundred million. I'm gonna guess ninety six million for Jurassic Park. I'm gonna Google it now as well. Okay, you Google. I that. say a hundred. Chris, you wanna get it on the section? Twenty. What Jurassic Park? Million yeah. dollars. Hundred twenty million dollars for its budget. I guess. Sixty three million. Wow. Plus. Fuck. There's no way. There's no way. Way off. Sixty-three million. Then there's no Park? way. Yeah, no way it could be thirty million. Then there's I can't no be way. Thirty million is it? Candyman is thirty million. No way. If Jurassic Park was double it, well, no way. Thirty extra yeah, million. Sixty. Oh, you already looked it up. Yeah, sixty-three mil. Well, and I was off by sixty million. <laughs> I said ninety-six, so I was off. I was off by. 30. I believe fifteen to twenty million budget for this film, but not thirty. Why? Uh, yeah, we listen. What is it about these think, movies think, that you're just not connecting the cost? I think the, what we've just proven right now is that none of us know anything about fucking yeah. movies. If I'm just like, well, obviously, Jurassic Park costs 120 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah. What? Like, what? What? What did you think Jurassic Park was? What did you say, Cody? Jurassic Park? Yeah. What did you think it was? I didn't think it was 120, but I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was probably like 80. I mean, Urban Legend was fourteen million. Urban Legends, Urban yeah. Legend, the the horror movie, the horror movie, Urban okay. Legend yeah. was fourteen million. Fourteen million. Yeah, that's kind of more of an indie horror film, right? No, I no, no, no it wasn't at the In time. In terms of production, right? I would say this is probably this is probably the, this is probably actually cost about. I would say. Uh, there's some supernaturally kind of shit going on. Here no, maybe the movie cost to... fifteen, and they gave the other fifteen to just 
Tony Todd. They had Anthony, to, Anthony, Anthony Todd. They had to specially breed those bees. Who knows how much oh, that cost? That's the that's where the cost is. Bee handlers. There's yeah. a lot of bees in this. Nobody movie. knows that bee handlers command a huge. Yeah. You want that? You want that many bees to yeah. do all that? Many, oh, buddy, it, let me many, tell you. <laughs> not people don't know this. Like like, a grand a bee. It's, yeah. it's literally a dollar a bee. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something? That the price scene, per. I wonder if the price per bee is on this. What the that breakdown scene that is? That scene is not. That scene's not pleasant. Which one? The bee in the fucking mouth and like no, it's not all over her face. It's I'm not like supposed to be. Pleasant. She has to sit through that. I'm like I couldn't do that. How did I they couldn't do, do that? How did they do that? I feel like I. I, I mean, did they yeah. really oh, just put flies? No, in there? I think that they were just really good like masks. They I were like so too. yeah, they were just really good prosthetic. Yeah, masks. Were, really, really Tony, good. Tony Todd looked looked prosthetic. His face did. It didn't have. It didn't have. Too much fluid movement to it. It had some really? slight movement to them, but like the, the they were really right. well done. It's good. They that's why that's well the extra fifteen it's million went <laughs> into those fucking masks. Yeah. They were great. Yes. They yeah, were great. bees and masks. That's where the money went in this movie. Bees and <laughs> it's masks. All bees and masks. <laughs> I don't. So, how about that Ted Raimi showing up there? Yeah. In the in the backstory, I like of, how, I like that we we have to buy him as like. The bad boy sex. Right? <laughs> the guy that rides up on the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you hear about it, you're like, oh, it's Ted Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there he is. There he is. Yeah, he did a good job. I he thought, did. I thought yeah. that was good. Well, he's he was, it was really everything. convincing as a bad boy for sure. It just felt like, I felt like this, those setups like that where it's like, here's the legend of the thing that happened. Like yeah. can be really cheesy and, and stupid sometimes. But I didn't feel that way with this one. I no, feel like no. it worked. I feel like this film it opens up kind of gritty from the get go. Even the college doesn't feel feel like when they're in like the the college scene. Like I didn't get the fact like it didn't feel unreal unreal world. You know what unreal I mean? Unreal world. Yeah, it felt like everything was taking place <laughs> in the real world. Didn't okay. you know what I mean? Like Jesus. Sl- slow your mouth down. It's catch let your brain catch up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal world. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I know that college a gritty college real world. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, wait. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Sorry, Cody. So you you feel like she felt like she was in the real world, like it was a cold a cold Chicago day. And, no, know? no. I, it felt. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm saying it felt real. The, the film doesn't at any point do I feel like, oh, this is, I'm watching. You know what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> you didn't even no finish your you thought. <laughs> I just literally meant like the film doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, it, like, I, I don't know. It's easy to latch on and jump into these characters right away for me because it's believ- believable in settings. The settings are believable wherever you're at as far as it doesn't feel out of place. They never feel, these people never feel out of place no matter where they're at as far as, like, it's like, okay. I'm watching a movie, but I'm already into it because the settings of it is not in any way extravagant as far as where it should be. Okay. Does that make sense? I had to break it down that much. Are you just saying it takes that place in the, it takes place the, on, in, the, in like the projects? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, the, the second, extravagant yeah, you want it to be. <laughs> no, but I'm, like I'm saying even with the, uh, the, the front the first half of the film of, of, it's not like this is a bright and shiny new college. Do, 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 uh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, it's it feels very nineties. Yes, yeah, it feels like you're, you know what I mean? Like it's they they're doing this at that time. Like this is all, yeah, like almost like a a capture of the of the early nineties. I I mean I don't know exactly a hundred percent what you're trying to say, but I what I will say like the setting develops a tone for this film and it develops a mood Agreed. for this film. 
Like, and to me, it's cold. It's like, yeah, urban. It's very like downtown, uh, you know, in the projects, like kind of gritty. Um, but also you kind of see like maybe, you know, like her apartment, which is a little bit more upscale or so you think, you know what I mean? So you get this like contrast. Um, but yeah, it gets that gray backdrop. That's that, that is Chicago. You know, it, it, it really sets, it really makes it eerie. It holds attention. This film holds tension very well. Like there's so many times in this movie where I was waiting for something to happen for like, I felt like ever. Yeah, it was like you know pre, what I mean in a good way. Pre James Wan anticipation. Yeah, like in a in a good way. Like I was waiting for something. I'm like, oh, here it comes, mm-hmm. here it comes, here it comes. No, it's not, it's not yet. And then I'm like, <laughs> like I just kept on doing that over and over again. And then it, I'm like, oh, it's not coming. And then boom, it get me. I'm like, God damn you, hook <laughs> hook through the freaking mirror. Right. You know? Yeah. Like I I think I think the um, the tone and the feel is is really good it, it, it's creepy but um i can't i honestly can't say like any anything that re- made me genuinely jump like i didn't get a lot of jump scares from oh, this movie man, i did i did like this movie i've always I've always classified this movie in my head closer to closer to the the, the gore style See, horror film versus like a, a suspense I a really lot, i think there's a lot of jump scares in this movie mm-hmm. dude i think I guess, none of them made me I think, jump i, think well, I mean just because they didn't make you jump doesn't mean they weren't jump scares though well by, oh, no, def- no, no. by definition <laughs> i didn't jump <laughs> i did and i've seen this a bunch of times so it's like I, I think a lot of that has to do with the sound, though the sound design in this film. Oh, I agree. I love the I, yeah. lo- I love the soundtrack. But I also soundtrack think, is on point. I for also sure. think this one's not just like jump scary; it's also psychologically scary. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more mood scary. It's yeah. It, it, the and and I think the soundtrack plays heavily into that because the soundtrack throughout this entire film is this very slow, very melodic piano that's kind of just playing over. It's very reminiscent of of like the type of score you would have seen in like an Exorcist type of thing, where it's just kind of it's this repeating kind of uh, piano, like this little you know piano line, kind of an Omen vibe to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like it, yeah. It just it it the movie. Like I said, the movie does a fantastic job creating the the mood of creepy and off for sure. And I and I think yeah, but, I think soundtrack played heavy into that. The thing is, is like yeah, you like you they made areas feel very unsafe. They made things feel like like for example the bathroom scene. You know. um, that's oh, something man. that's something that Monty Which brought one? up when when he when he mentioned this, but with a little kid in the bathroom, uh, you know that whole scene, oh, yeah. like it make that made bat, you know that just like makes like an ordinary place feel just so frightening. You know, so, I, I remember that as a kid. Yeah, that's 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 the one thing in this film that I always remember is the bathroom scene because I remember like when I first saw this film, being like, man, they fucking went there. Like holy shit! Yeah. Like they went there. Like yeah. the kid was totally innocent. He was he was handicapped, handicapped, and like Candyman just fucking guts him, and in the worst possible way, in the worst possible place. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just terrible. And I remember being like, "That's weird," because like you know, like what, like it's a big faux pas. Not a faux pas. I don't want to say that, but like it's a ballsy. It's a ballsy movie to kill a kid anyways in films. Like, that was a hard... Taboo. Yeah, it was a taboo kind of thing. You didn't really normally kid do it dogs. for a while. <laughs> well, t- kids even more. Dogs, I feel like, in horror films, they've been doing that for a while. 
Like, yeah. there's always a horror movie, especially a haunted house movie, where they bring a dog, and then 15 minutes later, it's like, Buster's dead! Oh, He's, like, fucking outside. <laughs> yeah. This one, it's like, but they don't even, like, technically kill the kid. They, like, just cut his dick off. Yeah, which is even more yeah. horrifying. Which I'm just kind of like, man, and well, as a kid, like, and it, yeah, especially, I never walked into a public bathroom for a while. Any any park you would go to as a kid, oh, you'd yeah. think about you'd think about that scene, you know, if you had seen it. Like, and and it, even going back and watching it now, the way they cut it together with the sound and the screaming and the music and everything, mm-hmm. that kind of hits on that mo- those moments. Like, it still made me scared. It still made me jump. I was yeah, like, was oh my little, god! I wondered like, what the fuck did that kid do? Like, Nothing. He didn't do anything. Yeah, but like. I thought the rules of Candyman, you got to say Candyman five times before he shows up and starts fucking I feel like up. he's kind of fucking with this uh, Caprini Green apartment complex, though, because of the legend has it that his ash, when he was killed and burned, his ashes were spread over Caprini Green. Right, and why was he killed and burned again? Because he got the, uh, the, the, his, yeah, the it, girl he was seeing pregnant who, yeah. you know, her father, like, wanted revenge. So he hired some goons to, like, cut his hand off and torture him and kill him. And well, can, go on. Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I was not gonna. And can we talk about something that. else real quick? Like they don't like come out right up and say this, because they tell that story and you don't know what the race of the woman is. Yeah. But by the end of it, when they're showing like these murals of like what happened, what happened? They, tell, they say that they say what it race is. Yeah. They do say they that, say yeah, that they she's do. a white woman? Yeah, yeah they yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely, they say when that they're telling they, the story. Well, when they tell I'm the story, sure, he, yeah. he was he they they said he he was contracted by a rich right. white guy. Oh, was it a rich white guy? Yeah. So okay, you know, power of deduction. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't even catch that. Yeah, part. I caught I caught that, and that's why I thought it was that 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 was the whole thing. That's why he was like so pissed. Not only was he, what well, not only was he stripped away from his child, the woman he loved, but it was also like a fucking it was a race crime. So he oh, was yeah. like even more infuriated by it. So right. So and um, they and he was a painter, and they chopped off his fucking hand. Yeah. Right, and then fed him to bees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm to assume that his powers are somewhat similar, in a way, to Freddy Krueger, and the fact that he needs to be believed and told through stories to survive. That seems to be a motive. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be. I mean, he, he kind of outright come out and says, says that. He like, says it, Listen, yeah. people don't believe in me, I don't... Well, I feel like that's why he really comes after Helen, too, because he even says, after the whole scene where she goes to investigate the bathroom and oh, the, yeah. the fake Candyman comes mm-hmm. in and, you know, beats her or whatever... It's now found out through the community that Candyman was a fake, and he's been arrested and put in jail. Right. So the community stops believing in Candyman, which he says, you've caused this, you know, so mm-hmm. now you have to, like... Yeah, and I think that, that that's when Candyman actually sets his sights really on her. Yeah. It's like, it's because he, he, she took away what was keeping him alive. Yeah. Also, there seemed to be some kind of, between Helen and Candyman, like some kind of partnership that he wanted, where that he wanted them to both go down in history as these, like, legends, you know, these urban legends or whatever. Well, here's the thing I didn't understand. Is is this like a Frankenstein, or not Frankenstein, like a Dracula situation? Like, is is Helen like a reincarnation of the girl that he fell in love with and got killed for? I asked the same question. I don't think so. I asked the same I, question. I, think, I, I don't think so. I think that she, she simply kind of... Uh, Looks like her, kind of represents her, and it kind of... So all those murals that show clearly her face, 
It like, looks like those her, yeah. were. I don't think it was. It wasn't her, her, her completely. Like, like it felt. It, it felt. It, all the mirrors felt just a little bit off from Helen. Yeah, but it looked. Oh, that clo- last it one looks like Virginia Madsen. Pretty when when, when the credits start rolling well, during the credits. Yeah. yeah well, no, because that actually is her. The legend has already started. That's why at the so end you think of this that, movie, that's they're representing Helen, that somebody painted that on the wall yeah. right after that happened. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't an old Candyman, right? It used to be Candyman. Now it's Helen who has now taken the place of Candyman. So we thought until Candyman two and Candyman three. <laughs> well, because everyone thinks that Helen is the one responsible for those murders, right? Still, yeah. exactly. So that that's is true. the legend. That's the, the see, legend. That's what I don't get with with the ending. Then, when the community shows up at the end, it's like they're passing on the legend that she murdered these people. But no. they were there when she clearly I saved the baby. She, yeah. No, I think they might be the ones that know the truth. But like yes. the rest of the world is going to go on to know that, her as. That's how I took that yeah. for sure. I took that as that as that the community was kind of coming to honor because she she. She she killed Candyman. They know that she killed Candyman. She saved the child, yeah. and she sacrificed herself yeah. in the process. But, but sacrificing yourself in the process just turns you into Candyman. <laughs> no, the rest of the world sees her as a new Candyman. Yeah, the, now it's the so Helen. because of that's being so is that saying by believing in because in look at the whatever. mural at the end. The mural at the end isn't isn't guess, completely horrible. It's her. It's her rising from the ashes and I from guess, the flames. I, I guess is the movie saying that these things wouldn't exist without the stories. So therefore. Like, if there was no story of Helen, then Helen wouldn't exist. All and right. same with Candyman. Yes. No, yeah. we're going back oh, to In the Mouth of Madness, of I think. We're going back to that. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> your, 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 your whole point was that they exist because of the fear. Right, from the stories. Right. You mean in their afterlifes? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no, he's not talking. She's not. A f- <laughs> I yeah, thought it was in the mouth of Madness. Are we going Madison back to this shit? argument <laughs> that, like, no one's real and it's really just a. Okay. No, yeah, no, no. no. I, yeah, I think the that. Afterlife. Like, the, like, yeah. the evil, like, Helen may not be an evil spirit, but there is some sort of evil spirit there because people have created it by believing in it well, so much. She, she, yeah. She, yeah, she kind of. And, and, and this again is looking at. It, I like that. This thing I liked about the movie is that the movie, um, the movie ends with, with, with Helen. Um, being basically uh, resurrected by her husband, or by by recounting her name, and she's now the 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 thing of nightmares, right? But when we cut back to the mural, which exists within that community, the mural isn't uh, something bad. It's it's just it's her being almost kind of praised. So I think it's like the community that community is because of Helen's actions. That community is no longer being haunted, but the rest of the world sees her as a monster, and so she's going to live on through the rest now, of the world's eyes. Actually, I have a question, too, because I was, like, trying to figure this out. So if Candyman is, like, is like the monster of this, what is it, Cassivi, what is it? Caprini Green. Caprini Green. He's, like, the mo- he's the, the legend of Caprini Green, Correct. right? And yeah. he's the one terrorizing specifically Caprini Green, right. which is a mirror image of the same, like, uh, uh, Condominium, condominium mm-hmm. that's on the right, like on the other side of the tracks. Right. right. The good, like the white side, like let's just put yeah. it that way, right? Yeah. Is she now like the candy man that is attacking that? Like that's now rich of, white people are getting fucked up. Maybe. And she's the represent, like she's their candy man. Because, like you yeah. said, like if the people that at the end who saw her save a baby in a bonfire mm-hmm. are seeing her as like nah man she was like a savior a like she's a hero and yeah. shit like that she saved this woman's baby <laughs> like and only white people are like nah she's the insane person that was like right. killing people yeah. yeah 
Like so now she's like just the kindy man on the other side of the tracks. He's a different yeah. legend, a yeah. different kind of legend. That's exactly. I think that's exactly how how what the movie, what the ending of the movie is supposed to. We're supposed powerful to take away ending, from it. man. That's a powerful ending. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that really is, dude. I didn't get that, and now that you explain that, I'm like, I totally see that, and that's kind of mm-hmm. that's a really good. I like that a lot. No, I see that. You know, I I kind of kind of curious though. How did he get his name, Candyman? How did where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, I didn't get that either. I like so. I feel like something had to be. About the goddamn razor blades and the candy, right? I don't know. Or is that, that something any... that just had? I felt like that was like an offering to the candy man. Okay, that I wasn't guess like so. a front that he didn't. Yeah, I don't that. know. I can't remember from the backstory from his backstory if there was something in there about the candy man. I maybe don't it's because they rubbed so. it. Is it maybe because they? Rubbed I thought there was. I really, him? honestly thought there was. I thought there was something they touched on. Could it be because the they, backstory. Did they rubbed honey all over him. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I think that's actually what it was. That's that's how I bridged it in my mind. I got the idea that they call him the Candyman because they've basically covered in him in like honey. He's got some pretty cool ass powers. He just kind of appears whenever he wants. He's got the sweetest reverb, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I made that. I made that. You weren't here when we when Cody was finishing the movie. I made the joke. I was like, "Fucking everything Candyman does comes with extra reverb." Yeah, like everything. Him just like <laughs> him just like looking to the left comes with. <laughs> yeah. His voice though, man, yeah. is spooky as hell when it starts going. Oh, it got Oh, it is. It's it's yeah. it's such a good it's it, such a good tone for the voice. Great for sure. lines. Oh. Yeah. And then good, when, and good then delivery, not all of cheesy. it. Just... Not cheesy. Not cheesy as like uh you know what that the sometimes that's what these slasher characters get caught up in. And he's I, I don't know if he's a slasher character. I, I don't know if I would put him in that realm, but he's a, he's definitely a uh I know uh, I know AFI when they did like their top slasher list, he was he was rolled in with that, but okay. but I I think he definitely separates himself from from a lot of slashers because he has speaking lines. I mean, I mean, obviously Kruger does, but but it, yeah, he but he doesn't like it's doesn't it's not cheesy. It's no, his like, is no. very much. No, Mike, no, Mike brought it up here with with Dracula with the whole Dracula thing. He's very much a Dracula character. He he speaks almost in that same cadence, that kind of old old eighteen hundreds kind of cadence where he's. He's got these like he's got these big ways of saying simple stuff, and that's what I like about it. Exactly. I mean, it fits the character because he's yeah. supposed to be from what, like the eighteen hundreds yeah. or something. Yeah, I would yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that would put him yes. there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta say though, like even the way he kills people is just like fucked up. It's like yeah, dude. He's either brutally murdering somebody with a hook, mm-hmm. or he's like you know like fucking a tree stump, like one of the two things. Because fucking a tree stump, it's like he's just a grunt, like. <laughs> Yeah, everything oh. he's doing is like <laughs> ripping. Yeah, like, you know it's always a ripping. I'm pretty sure he ripped that doctor from the butthole up to the neck, bro. He did. He did. He definitely does. What, that's what he says t- from the groin to the th- whatever. Is it? What, what is it? The the gullet to the groin. Yeah, that's yeah. He splits you from the gullet to the. Groin. That makes sense. I mean, that's um, and that 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 kill from the doctor. That's that's well like well shot like yeah like you do not like. Even this time, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot that that happens. Yeah. Like, you think that it's going to be... It, it really does play on that common trope of just like, all right, so where's the demon if you say that the demon's here? And then he never shows up, <laughs> and then no one ever gets to see him. Instead, it's like the very opposite. Like, mm-hmm. she says Candyman five times, and he fucking does it because that's what Candyman does. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not to mention fucking exploding out the window. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that's oh, like... That was- it's one of my favorite shots in this movie. Dude, that was super cool. It's he gets like cool. sucked out of the fucking window and up. It looks yeah, I mean, badass. You can still see like you can see the ropes and stuff. 
You can? Yeah, yeah. you can see it, Rose. Uh, you can I didn't see really. it? Yeah, I, saw, I saw it the second time watching it, yeah. but it still looked badass as Does fuck. Does it matter? It looks badass as fuck. I mean, it's just a creepy idea. Like, a guy just fucking flies backwards out of a window out yeah, of like, Yeah, and, and I think it's because of the way his body reacts yeah. to it. It's like yeah. his arms and legs get thrown in front of him and right. he just gets sucked <laughs> backwards. Yeah. He's got some crazy moves. That's a that's a that's a ballsy ass <laughs> way to exit the room. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it is. You're not even looking, just jumping out a window backwards. Yeah. <laughs> can't even can't even no give no fucks. Yeah. He gets no fucks. He gets, oh, he, uh, but you want me to get sucked out of the door? I get sucked out of the door too. Yeah, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I like his moves. I like his entrances and his exits. I, when she gets pulled into the the, the the psychiatric ward and he floats down and is like talking to yeah. her from above, like. I mean, that's a simple camera trick, but it was effective, I feel like, in the way he kind of just rolls along the side as people are coming in. The rolling along the side and going to the bed part, I thought looked really good. Him just kind of floating there. That was the only scene. It For some reason, it just felt like I didn't. F- I don't feel like that fit uh-huh. 100% to him because, like, yeah. I don't know what it was, but him floating above it felt too big. It He's went too big. It went yeah, that went way too fucking like theatrical on that move. It's like yeah. I was like, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Is this Brom Stokers? Are we doing Brom Stokers now? Is that what we're doing? You know what's crazy is they actually don't show a lot of gore, close up gore no. in this movie. Just a lot of I want I was gonna say, dude, whoever is the fucking blood artist in this film, like, did a great job because anytime there's a bathroom that needs to look like a massacre just happened in there. Call whoever did this movie because yeah. it's like the perfect like splatter scene. But you never oh, actually shit, the, the fucking when baby she, crib. Oh my god! When oh, she wakes yeah. up in the bathroom the and fucking, the dog head and yeah. the knife and everything right there, yeah. it's like I was Dude. like, oh fuck, shit went down. Like who's who's like who? How many people did she kill? Where is she? I didn't know where she was. It's like how many people did she kill? Where is she? I think it's because like none of the blood. The fucking dog head on the ground. yeah yeah. That's a fucked up scene. I mean. It's but insane. None of the, it, it. You're right. Like the splatter is like weirdly like. How do I put this? It. It. It doesn't feel affected like it is in other films. You know what I mean? Like you see like a splash of blood and you're just like oh, okay, like whatever. You know, if but it also feels like it is purposeful. Like yeah. If it, I'll put it this way, it feels like exactly what a bloody murder scene would look like. Like, it's, there's blood in, in areas where you think, like, yeah, something probably happened here. And then it's just, like, it's soaking the shit out of her shirt, though. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's taken It's dark off. and yeah. it's fucking just, like, it, it, dude, it's a mess. Yeah. Like Each person in this movie bleeds the equivalent amount of blood of, like, five humans. <laughs> Even when he just hooks her behind the ear a little bit, it just, like, starts pouring that down. That fucked up. Yeah, I oh man, and 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 even the detail to like his hook with the nails and the fucking meat around it. That and... I loved a lot. I loved the, that design, dude. Yeah. That was that creeped me out. Bernie's body was that way. That the makeup on her body, they like oh. her friend's her body. Oh my god, blood. it looked like a real murder scene. Yeah, it like. really <laughs> did. It really did. I was like, oh my god, this looks a little realistic. This looks a little realistic to me right now. This looks a little. Yeah. Well, going back to the hook, I loved the time about like a sense of realism. Like I felt like, you know, if they were like, if they were like, 
if they were killing this guy and they cut off his arm and they shoved a hook in its place, like with the the nails they used to like hammer in through his stump, his stump it. into the to hold the hook in. It's like that looks like yeah, that's probably how a fucking a group of fucking crazy people would attach a hook to just someone's always stump. Always wet, like it's just always wet. Yeah, you know, like, I I liked the I liked the the attention paid to the sleeve of his of his coat though, yeah. because like that whole thing is just crusty. It's covered. It's all in crusty shit. blood. Yeah. yeah. I do want to praise a lot of things in this movie, so I'm going to get to that now. Uh, I'm not going to rate it, but I'm just going to praise it real I thought quick. We were, it sounds like we've been doing that for the most part. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We'll do it again, though. Can't wait to hear Chris's horrible review yeah. of this film. Yeah. The acting in this film is fucking solid throughout, man. Ooh, I, I got a couple favorite scenes, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, like, freaking Virginia Madsen's great in this film. I started off not liking her in this film. By the end of it, I'm like, God, she's so good in this movie. <laughs> like, first 15 minutes, I'm like, I don't know if I like you in this. She's super convincing and, and then, natural, yeah. to, I think. By the end of it, I'm like, okay, I like you in this. Tony Todd obviously is fantastic in this movie. Very you know? young looking, I think. He looks young. I had a problem with two characters in this film and that with their acting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, her husband and her Trevor. husband's lover. I don't think Trevor was bad. Trevor was a slime ball. Like I, you knew he, he was he, up to yeah. no good. He, yeah, he was. But there was like there was there was some scenes where it just felt like I don't know. It just felt like it felt like a little phoned in or something. I don't I don't know, man. Some scenes were just kind of like grown, like oh no. this fucking guy. So when like, he came out with the and towel then, and the and the robe. The, on. Well, that whole scene I thought was just kind of like he was good in that because he. I got a real sense of just kind of like, ooh, what the fuck is she gonna do? Is she gonna kill me? Is she gonna gut me like her friends, like That's her best friend? That's one of friend? my favorite scenes. But like the way that the way that his girlfriend reacts or overreacts, I don't know. At that no, scene, like I, I think it was good because she would be that scared she's like a 20 year old girl you see uh your your <laughs> former ex why like serial murder serial fucking murder come home <laughs> you think oh my god i'm next <laughs> exactly like, she's here for me I, I, is, it, is it the pink are you here for the pink yeah. we could change oh, the god. so like how long do you guys think she was in the hospital she was in it for a month they, they said, said that. that they, they say said that? For, she was a in month? for a month yep she like was like totally under moved, moved her in fast <laughs> yeah. dude that's a fucking quick move right there yeah that was plan. they were planning the whole time maybe maybe Maybe, well, maybe he framed her for the murder of her friend to get her out so he can get his girlfriend. In. There's a very symbolic scene, guys, when she's going, when they're pushing her on the bed and, and they're locking hands and then they get pulled away and it shows their wedding rings and then they pull apart. You know that's when he's done. And he's going after the 21-year-old fucking... Oh, he was done way before that. <laughs> yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was done when she called from the no, jail he, and he yeah. wasn't home. That was... He's a, baby, that was, I, was, I was fast asleep. Yeah, like, was as an a, audience member, you're not supposed to know that he's ditching her, you know? And then when she when she comes home... <laughs> she knew he was... Can we just say this? She oh, knew he was cheating. As an audience member, yeah. I knew he was cheating from, that, like, day one. She no, knew from I know day, you did, She knew from day there's one. There's that cliche scene where she's like, where were you? Yeah, well, she I was keeps doing I was fast it. asleep. Yeah. I was fast asleep. And you know damn well that like when that happens in a fucking movie, the like, dude's got his dick somewhere. I'm sorry, that guy is not attractive enough to be pulling in all kinds of like. <laughs> What's wrong Brains are attractive, Chris. Yeah, he's a fucking professor. Brains are attractive. That, wow, it's Trevor's not just a, a fucking dork. It's about <laughs> brains, okay? In the '90s, brains, get it right, Braun. Yeah, get I mean, it right. come on, that's a common. That's a common cliche, isn't it? Attracted to the professor. Yeah, it is. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying he was a dork. He's definitely a dork, yeah. but I mean, 
Because Virginia well, Madison get, get, is such get, a babe. Get yourself a PhD then, Chris. You know what? That's all it takes. <laughs> I love I love I love her character in this film too, of just watching her descend in this obsession of not being able to Yeah. To, to just not be able to stop looking into this. I feel like even when she knows she shouldn't be. Like she even she I mean she's going there by herself, no backup. Well, she it, it goes wants, south pretty fast it for does. her. Yeah, it does. She does oddly want to like beat that. One weirdly like eccentric professor, yeah, who like claims, "Oh, I did a story about it ten years ago, a decade ago, and you don't even know." That pen or Teller? Man- which I one can't one? remember which <laughs> one he is. Pen or shit? That was pen. <laughs> I think it was okay. just a combination of two of them. It's like a pen fuck Teller, and they had a kid. That's who you get. You get this weird, Jesus, pedantic asshole. Yeah. But um, she wanted to cream him, yeah. <laughs> whatever that meant. Like, be smarter. I guess. I get, yeah, I think that's what she's saying. Uncover some shit that he didn't do ten years ago. Yeah, but yeah. but the 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 interesting thing is like she goes into it thinking she's solving a crime. Yeah, she's a, she she completely as soon as she discovers the medicine cabinet thing, she she doesn't think she's 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 she. She thinks what I think what she thinks is going to happen is that she's going to prove that everything that that asshole thought his research found was real is going to be like no it's completely fucking bullshit because this is just a serial this is just some guy who murdered some chicken in an apartment and went through the medicine cabinet right that's driving her by the way living in an apartment watching this film real fun huh (laughs) oh god (laughs) you're like i got one of those mirrors (laughs) yeah no shit you're like okay is this a wall that goes to another apartment no cool we're all right i'm like like, am i gonna open my my medicine cabinet mirror and then the wall will fall and i'm just be staring at mike's bedroom like i don't know i'm gonna say every time you look down a hallway it like dollies down and And it It's like freaking dude. That's scary, dude. That is a scary scene, man. When she knocks that one out and just like it opens it up into like the the apart that scary apartment that's all it's vacant, it's yeah, all blue, all blue and methed out. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it was methed Literally, out. All it was was a hallway and a door. It's just the way they shot it just made it feel so imposing. Like what's, something was going to be in there. But what, it really what's, did what's feel funny? Like what's funny is looking at the apartment and looking out like the the views that were out the windows on both sides. Like right. there's there's no possible way there's an apartment on the other side of her medicine cabinet because that was at the <laughs> that was the end of the apartment opposite the front door and there was there was there was clear <laughs> there was clear view out both windows on both sides of the apartment. So gotcha. And she was going at it with those pictures like Kyle at a pool party. Wait, what? Just yeah, snapping what? away like crazy. Oh yeah, she, you know. Oh, she, of course she runs out right before she she gets to the the main mural. Well, she should should have went with that thirty six roll instead of that twenty four <laughs> amateur move mural, right can't. there. Amateur move. Who who, who shoots twenty four? Am I right, guys? Right. <laughs> Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Always come prepared. Yeah, dude. Those are that's also a, one of my favorite things is like the set design in this film is pretty pretty fantastic. Those those murals and stuff like that are. This movie does have a trope, though. You brought, you you just reminded me of it with the photos. It has a trope that just makes me laugh in every movie. There's so many movies that do this, which is like you have a photograph that somehow you can tweak the way it's being displayed <laughs> to to change the focus of the image. To like, right, I was like, is she, that possible? There's like a blurry ass, like out of focus, like shadow, and she just twists twists the lens of the projector, and all of a sudden it's Tony Todd in sharp focus, like it's a fucking headshot. That, like, <laughs> oh. what? But that, but that also makes me think. I also was thinking, is that just in her head? 
No. Like, she's seeing him in there. I don't think so. Because at that point... I think he's watching her the whole time she's there. At that point, you're still kind of questioning, is she crazy or not? Well, yeah, I mean... In terms of the film, right? Well, I she mean, is, and then her friend shows up and fucking dies. I mean, by but by, it's too by the end of this film, this is just a true to true to life monster film. Yeah, I mean, no, like I agree. just as Freddy Krueger is real, like Candyman is real. But you're right; it does kind of start off as kind of like maybe Candyman. Maybe she's just getting caught up in what urban legends are, which are you I know collective fear, and then like it affecting you in a weird way. I didn't get that though out of it. Like, like when I even saw that, the when I saw, yeah, do they do that up until the middle of the film, and then they kind of get rid of it? And even they go... with like, even with that shot with the like, I believed that she actually got a snapped a shot of Candyman in the mirror watching her, because I feel like the second she second she stepped foot on that thing and she is re- researching this murder and stuff, and I feel like Candyman's kind of like on her shit. Like, what's what is she doing? And he's like, he's kind of watching her, especially when she's in that apartment that passes through into what is, I guess, his lair, his domain. There's that whole scene where she, I mean, I mean, the doctor ends up dying, but where the doctor's showing her the video and just like, who the fuck were you talking to in this video? Oh, I just, I just assumed that he can control the ability of what cameras can do clearly, yeah. obviously, yeah. since we've already His established that you can't like supersede your technology, focus, uh, rack focus well, the ghost into like <laughs> <laughs> into existence. Oh, Candyman decides when he yeah. shows up in photos. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, he's just like yeah. he wants to get his good side. Yeah. you know, and he was just like, what they're you, never going to get me from this what, angle. Yeah. <laughs> Does Candyman have? I'm a, not wearing the right shoes. Yeah. So I don't, this is bullshit. Does he have a, an end goal besides just survive? I don't know what his does, end goal is, honestly. Does anyone, Cody? His end goal. His, <laughs> his end goal. I mean, his 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 initial goal is to maintain the belief. He wants people to maintain the belief in him so that he can continue having power uh, over the fear of these people that live in this in this housing project. Do you think he loves? But do you think he also loves? Virginia Matt's. I think that comes afterwards. I think that comes after he's he had her, after he's seen her. I think she I think he does. I think we see that on screen. I think he kind of falls for her because he keeps referring to her as be his victim while there's like nine hundred other victims that are dying. Yeah, he's killing on people screen. Right. Yeah. Well no, here's the so thing though. I think that's more of a romantic gesture. Once he comes in contact with her, the only people we ever know of him killing are the people that surround her, right? I no, mean No, no, we there if we're to believe that uh, Ted Raimi in that whole situation. This is previous happened. to beating up of Virginia Madsen, though. That breaks that breaks the rule about him only, only terrorizing. That is true. That project. Well, but I also think that like I think it was just to prove the point that how uh, urban. But I also think that like if you, it, yeah, if you say Candyman five times in a mirror, no matter where you are, he's gonna come fuck you up. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, I think that spreads the legend of it, it always is in your town. Like I think that was the part of it. It was like yeah, no, I saw it in the paper. No matter what side of the town you were in, it was always in your town. Like Candyman probably existed in the college. I'm town just wondering if Candyman's got Candy like Man a busy too? day, or if he's like <laughs> latches on to like one person. <laughs> he like he he finally sits down, and then all of a sudden he hears Candyman for the fifth time. He's like, "God damn it! Oh, yeah. Fuck! Yeah. Oh God! I Wait, was gonna go where? Right. Where? Where? Quebec? Now? Fuck that! Caprini Green again? God damn it! Here I am. I'm trying to get my oil changed today. <laughs> you know that I was gonna go do that. You know that yeah. takes two hours. Yeah. I I've been trying. I've been trying to clean up this apartment for fucking thirty two years. I really gotta sharpen this hook, guys. I mean, it's <laughs> it's getting real dull. Yeah, I gotta hit him at least six times. Before. God damn ridiculous! This is ridiculous. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you think he ever hears his name five times and he's just like, I'm gonna let that one go. Yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, uh, later. They'll do it yeah. again. I got, I got shit to do, man. I don't work past nine on Thursdays. Or do yeah. you think that, like, you, you remember when <laughs> work past nine? She, so the girl that in the story uh, with Ted Raimi and stuff like that. Yeah, like she makes a point where he, he, like, no one's ever gotten past like four. four. And then you're like Candyman sitting there hearing his name. He's like, Ugh. and they never do it. And he's like, God damn it. Here's the thing. Why? <laughs> you think his day is Can full of frustration? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? He's hearing four Candymans, and he's like, <laughs> gets really excited. He's like, God, I really should have made four the lore. Uh, I should have done it with here's four. Where, here's where I'm confused, too, right? So how come there's where they both say it together five times, Right in the beginning of the film, together they both not individually. They don't. They don't. She Virginia says it the fifth time. Oh, and that's oh, and that's yeah. what, the other one does not say it the fifth time. But but so she would have only said it four times, and he he killed her because the girl they say it together. Talking about the two girls say it together. No, the uh, girl and the guy. No, no, Helen and, and Helen and her friends say it say Bernie. say four together, and then Helen says and the then fifth. Helen says right. You can't do that. You have to say all five, and Helen's the one that says five. But right. she, didn't, but uh, the girl didn't say it five times. Yeah, right. The guy Bernadette said it. Didn't. No, yeah. no, in the beginning of the film. No, and the guy oh. doesn't die. The guy discovers the Hold body. Hold on. Yeah, right. No, I, we're assuming that yeah. she finished saying yeah, it. Yeah, because he leaves and he goes downstairs. No, it, isn't there a scene where she, when he leaves and she's looking at herself in the mirror and she goes, Candyman for the fifth time? I don't think so. She yeah, I don't, yeah I she was, says it for the fifth time. We see it on screen happen. She does say Candyman again and then he yeah, pops after, up on screen after and After he her. leaves. Okay. After oh, the boyfriend yeah, leaves, right. she says it the fifth right. time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There you go. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, so Bernadette it. didn't say it five times, so that's why she's not. I was just making sure that like they weren't counting. One of the guys saying Candyman is as part of her five. Okay, we're trying to call some bullshit on some Candyman. We, we no, call bullshit just, on Candyman rules. Yeah, I just didn't know what the limitations were of these. Get rules your were. lore right, because he has the really. There's no limitation to. I feel like what so, his power so is. I guess the question so he is: can show up at three. Candyman. If we both, if we both look at the mirror, right, and then you say Candyman three, three times, times, and you say it twice, does and that I say, mean, say, does that mean I die? I mean, no, because yeah. I would tell you if Candyman shows up, I'm gonna be like, I agree. What if we're Cody the same said time? it three times. True. I think he deserves. Getting killed I, it, way it more than I deserve up. getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to cut off anyone's penis, maybe you cut off two thirds of his yeah. penis and just one third of my penis. Yeah. Just from the side. Yeah. I think we can repair the side. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I am still, even after, seeing, even after seeing this movie quite a few times, I'm still confused about one part. Ooh. Uh, what is um, it? Okay. All right. So there's the, there's the scene Let where she, she finally does go. You know, she goes to the apartment. There's that whole great meltdown scene where yes. you know she she realizes every it's over and everything's actually real and happening. Right. And then she goes to the Candyman lair, which is at Caprini Green, mm-hmm. and she climbs up there. And Candyman's like like laid out on He's a sleeping. slab, sleeping. Yeah. Um, just laying there, just catching catching the Z's. Yeah, right. Every- I mean. Everyone needs some Z's. Everyone, but I don't. Candyman is not a real person. Candyman's like a ghost. That's a like, weird. You know what it is? It's a weird Dracula moment again. It's yeah, like I think it is. Van Helsing yeah. walking up, ready, getting ready to stab him with a yeah. stake. I think that's exactly what it it's is. It's an interesting choice because I just. It's just a weird thing to see, like 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 to be able to catch uh, a supernatural entity that is evil off guard, off guard, or like, or. Burn him, or he just really just like, w- she walked able, right into his trap. 
How were they able was to, to trap, burn him? I think it was he opened a trap. his eyes like it was like yeah, it might have been. He's like, that didn't hurt. Get out of here. I'm a ghost. Like, what are you doing? Oh, Why would I just when she, be sleeping here, idiot? When he pulls <laughs> that hook out, a little spurt just goes like and comes out. And it's just, I don't know. They just captured like really good moments, I feel like, with some of the gags, even the little ones. But anyways, I was just curious, like, that was just weird to see a villain like in that in that way, you know. I I don't know, just like you don't see Freddy or Jason's like fucking kicking up. What are you talking handmaid. about? Jason was taking a fucking nap until someone uh, hit him with electricity. Yeah, <laughs> he was dead. He was snoozing. Yeah, he snoozed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He said yeah. he, he said you know what? It's been it's been fi- it's been five films. This wasn't like it's been mid, five films. Mid, mid it's time to rest. of camp counselors. Like he's he, he great got if a J- mission. It, he keep being taken now. Wouldn't it be great if Jason like mid killing one of them is like, hold on, I'll be back. I gotta. I'm fucking. I'm beat. You know what's interesting about this film too that I like, and maybe this is just a Clive Barker thing, but like, so like we talked about it in some of the other like slasher slash even like monster kind of like supernatural forces chasing people that they have this like weird justified reason for doing it like jason mm-hmm. killing camp counselors right. they let him die because they weren't paying attention sure freddie like i'm gonna continue killing the kids of these parents that fucking killed me i'm right. getting revenge like Candyman doesn't really like like i guess he has like a revenge ish story yeah but he's not yeah, like it's killing not the ancestors right, of the guys revenge. that like yeah. It's not justifiable. It's, 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 yeah. But I almost felt like the baby was like a... What was the baby? Like, the baby almost felt like a sacrifice. Did it not? Like, he was trying to sacrifice the baby for something in that fire? There is something weirdly... Is that, yeah. There's, there's something, something weird about on, that baby that, like, he lies about it. Yeah, because that's weird. He says, if you, if you, you know, become one with me, I'll give the baby back or whatever. And then he immediately doesn't do that. Like, right. It's almost like he wants, like, and this is what, how I took it, too, and this is why I thought there was, like, a love kind of thing. It's almost like he's trying to create, like, a fucking weird-ass sick family. family. Yeah. I don't think so. I think Oh, his family again, because they had a kid. I don't I don't know. Right? Him and the Do girl. Do you want to burn up with them in that fire? Was that the goal? I, I, I think I think well, kind of part of they the goal spare. is, like, look, he, he, he's got to kill that baby. Like, he has to kill that baby because... If, well, he, if, he, if, he, if he kill, if he kills that baby, it keeps it, it keeps the, the memory of him, of him alive. alive. Yeah. yeah. If that baby lives, that means that that then tells the community that that Candyman can be beat. Well, man, he could have just gone kill a bunch of other people and made that same fear happen. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't <laughs> the only baby there. <laughs> yeah, I don't some, know. No, there's, Helen there's, had a like connection to it. I mean, Helen had some kind of connection. Pretty big apartment complex. It was used. I feel like it was almost used as like bait. To get Helen to to come to Candyman oh, it's definitely and to used give in. Bait. It totally was for but, sure. But he, but I thought he. That was the weird thing is like I actually thought he was gonna like uphold his end of the bargain, but he didn't. He he. Oh, it's Candyman. Yeah, he's Candy. Yeah. He is evil. Candyman right. gonna do what Candyman do. Yeah. Candyman just did. Candyman, what he Candyman wants. didn't yeah. do anything evil. Candyman just Candyman. We had, we had a whole film <laughs> of, of story of him killing people just because because he said the name five times. You think he's gonna let that baby go? I don't like know. he killed, he kills right. little mentally challenged kids. Yeah, well, for yeah, no reason. That, that baby kid go? did not go into a mirror and say Candyman five times. No, There's no fucking way. Dick off. He no, was just it, like, you know what? Hey. Fuck this kid. <laughs> that's what <laughs> he happened. went after him. No, that's what happens when you pee on the seat. I gotta make an example. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you pee on the seat. <laughs> Candyman can't stand three things: hearing his no. name five times and people that don't know how to pick up it's the fucking, seat. Yeah. It's fucking terrorism, bro. Like he was like, how can I plan the most horrific thing? 
to get people scared in this neighborhood. See, but like then it goes back to what didn't you just say that, Kyle? Hmm. Or who was it that was just like, well, why didn't Candyman just start killing people? I said it. You did, yeah. yeah. Why doesn't Candyman just? Sorry. Why does he need anybody? He's just Candyman. He just needs gonna... his name five times for him to have the power. Oh, clearly not, because he kills the kid. Yeah, because we but... don't know that kid might have done it. The, but here's the thing, though, too. Yeah, I guess uh, here's the, here's the thing, though, too. For him to spread those rumors, you have to for, for him for him to spread those rumors and for him to stay alive, you would have to have people say Candyman five times. If no one's telling the story and no one's saying Candyman, it would die in like two generations. I'm guessing. Well, maybe maybe I, there's a few random kills that don't say Candyman. Just keep the well, let's, keep uh, the let's, fear going. Let's talk about this. Do you think Ruthie Jean, who was killed next door to uh, Anne Marie, said Candyman five times, yes. or do you think you think she said Candyman five times and got fucking murdered? I think so. It, he did, it's not that he was just haunting Caprini Green and like she well, was the next victim or something. She was in the she was in the bathroom, right? Wasn't she in the bathroom? Was that like her thing? She yeah, in the she bathroom? said he. You, she could hear somebody coming through the walls, and then somebody was and fucking yeah, dude. No, she yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I. I th- that's the one. That's the one kill in this movie that I have a hard time fully uh, uh, giving that one to Candyman because part of me feels like she was a victim of that fucking gangbanger. Thank the fake Candyman. Yeah, like because. Because when you pull pull back the Madison Academy mirror, the wall is fucking obviously been broken through in that Candyman style. He just fucking pop, I'm here, you know. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't need to climb through no hole. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like that might have been just an actual like fucking homicide, but it perpetuated the story and the fear. Yeah. Okay. Do I know you? No. No. But you doubted me. I'm sorry, I have to go. No need to leave yet. But I'm late. You are not content with the stories, so I was obliged to come. Be my victim. All right, what do you say we rate this Bammer Jammer, Chris? Let's rate it. What are we going to rate uh, the Candyman? I think I'm going to not do hooks, but I will do honeybees. Honeybees. Not hooks? Not hooks. Can we just rate it not hooks? Not hooks. It's like a hook man on knots? Not hooks. How about butt honeybees? All right, I'll go first on that. Butt honeybees? Yeah, not hooks, butt honeybees. Oh. oh you're like, <laughs> I thought it was like, like a, a bee with a butt. Yeah. But How about honey. we just rate it Honey, that movie with Jessica Alba? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you do cover art for that thing? Uh, here. Yeah, uh, we'll do Honey Bee. Let me see here. So I'll go first on this. Uh, I'll, I'll take the right now. I'll go. Uh, I'm going to go. I like this movie. <laughs> I'm going to go with 3.5 on this. Not quite, a po- not quite a four for me. I do like this film, but not quite a four for me. Is that you your know? review? We're Any, done. Anything else <laughs> and, you want to add to and, that? And, and, Finn. and Mike? No. Uh, no, I really enjoy like the character of Candyman, um, and I, I like the way the story is told in this film a lot. Um, and it's it's a good film. I don't know. It's just, it, for me, it's not... It's, it's one of those ones that's fun to revisit every couple of years. It's not too exciting. I don't know. It builds great tension, but the, at no point am I looking forward... Like you know, I, I don't know. With some of the slashers and stuff like that, some of these characters you get used to cheering for them, and I feel like with the with the original Candyman in a good way, you, you don't cheer for him, which is good. That's good. You're not supposed to. 
He's the bad guy. You're kind of like, man, Candyman's really a, kind of a dick. <laughs> He's really destroying this woman's fucking psyche and world, man. He just does not give what a... What an asshole. He yeah. just keeps showing up and he killing just, friends. Yeah, just keeps <laughs> shitting all over her world, man. That just sucks because yeah. she, she said his name five times and she's, she didn't believe a legend. Got all Damn. clingy and shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real asshole. I don't know. I, I I like this film a lot. I think it's a 3.5. It's a good film. Uh I because I, I would rate probably Hellraiser anywhere. I mean, we'll, I don't know if we'll no, do it on the show. Don't even say so, it. Yet. Yeah, don't even say save it. it. Save it for the show. But yeah, uh, three point five for me. Watch it. Good film. Great cinematography. We didn't talk about that, but uh, great cinematography. Mike, like I wish I could give it like a four and a quarter. Like, but because I don't now think we're I, busting out those quarters. Somebody I, broke I, the no, seal. I know. On I that know. One. I don't think. I don't think it's quite a four and a half for me. I'm gonna give it. A, I'll give it, just give it a four, I guess. Um, I, but I am torn between that and a four and a half, Be, like because I think this is a truly terrifying film, and I also think that Candyman is a great villain. I love that there's like social commentary in the film. I think that that's really smart. Um, the only thing that I'm docking it on sometimes is just like sometimes like the the story seems a little like maybe it hasn't been fleshed out quite. No pun intended. Like completely. Like there are parts where I'm just kind of like, okay, but like, why does this happen? Like, it, and not in like the weird cryptic way. More kind of like, I just feel like maybe they didn't, like they didn't, they 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 didn't cohesively put the story quite as well together. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. Like I don't think this is not like it's done on purpose. Like it will keep the audience guessing. I think it's uh, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I guess we didn't really think like, why does that kid get killed? Did he say like Candyman five times? Does Candyman not have to do like? There's questions about like, and we we talked about this a little bit in Trick or Treat too, where I got like freaking pretty fumed about this. <laughs> it's just like I like I feel like when rules exist in horror films, I want those rules to kind of stay consistent. Yeah, like I don't like it when it's just like, okay, wait, he does or he doesn't need to have his name said five times to show up. Right, like he can fuck up people or he doesn't have to. Like I don't know the. <laughs> so um, that's the only reason I would be docking this. And like it's like and almost to the point where I don't want to say it's a a full star, but like half a star. But um, yeah, I I think I'm just gonna go with a four, round it down. I guess <laughs> I guess I'll round it down. Round it down, yeah. fuck it. Kyle, where do you want to round? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a three on this one. I'm close to I'm 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 close to you, Cody. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a good film. I don't I I don't classify it as like a as a traditional slasher. This film feels far far too much like a classic almost gothic like horror film you know it's uh you're de- you're dealing with um with with kind of an ancient evil uh an interesting lore i agree with mike i think the reason one of the reasons i'm going to probably i'm docking points is yeah i agree i think some of the lore is not fully fleshed out i feel like th- there's a little there there's a little there's subtle room for improvement mm-hmm. i guess um I thought the music was fucking on point and was really good. It really helped paint the mood and the tone of this film. Um, yeah, it, but it's not. It's not going to be a four for me. I, I, I think it, it. It's not a film. It's clearly not a film that I've been sitting there thinking, man. You know, I gotta. I gotta rewatch Candyman. This is probably the second time I've seen it. It's not a bad film. It's just kind of. Eh, it's it's good, but I don't know. I I, I don't know why I don't want to give it more, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
Maybe I'll put you, my it, thoughts together at a later date. This, the backstory, <laughs> like the sto- the story, and his powers and limits and all that stuff comes more into play in three when he goes to Miami. Well, Candyman goes, <laughs> three <laughs> Candyman goes to Miami, <laughs> which doesn't turn out well for him because he sweats to death because he has an overcoat. Yeah. It's not. You it's can't, not you good. Can't, you can't be wearing thick furs. Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably give it the highest score here. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Okay. Um, I'm docking it a half a point for exactly the reason that Mike pointed out initially, and Kyle as well. Um, There's some things that just don't add up 100% in this film. Um, And, you know, I didn't really think about it too much before, but as we usually do on the show, when I go back and watch it to review it, you start looking at all the intricacies of the story. And and unfortunately, there's some things that just don't connect 100%. But um, aside from that, I mean, the music, the tension, the cinematography... The acting, everything to me is is pretty much on point. It's still a movie that did make me jump. It makes me, it puts me in a a, a different place. Like a it transport transport transports me to this this setting that is so uncommon, and or at least it feels uncommon in a lot of horror films. Um, the hook for the hand legend is uh, is one that we all grew up with, so there's some nostalgia here. The Bloody Mary story. Um, you know, it, it, this was something that came out at the right time for me. I was young enough to be impressionable enough to, to, to see the imagery of, of the trailer of this film and, and just be wanting to see it so bad to, you know, into, as Kyle would say, terrorize, maybe terrorize my cousins into going in the bathroom and doing this with, with me. Um, so yeah, for me, there's nostalgia that goes into it. I love the poster art too, the original poster art with the bit, with the eyeball and the bee. You know, I always thought that was some iconic. That was like iconic to me for some reason. Um, the name Candyman, just you know, you can say it, and a lot of people know what this is. This is like permeated. Willy Wonka. It's yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah, Willy Wonka too. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, people know who Candyman is. He's a very popular horror icon, and uh, for that, I got to go four point five. Um, what the fuck did I say again? Honeybees. <laughs> Honeybees. He's a chocolate. I wanted tier. to say hooks, but no, uh, honeybees. Uh, what well, I can't believe we we missed a point. How did we not rate this just candy, man? We're, we're on a five point scale. Like, what's that? Like, what do you mean? oh five. Oh, oh, how many times you would say candy, man? Yeah, because like if you rated it a five. That's oh, also none of us are dying tonight. You no would, one's you dying. You would conjure him. Yeah, we would yeah. conjure him. We no just one say gets candy. Well, you know what they say <laughs> in the, mo- the in movie rings true for the reviews. No one, no one gets to five. <laughs> no one true. gets to yeah. five. Yeah, nope. that's true. And even Candyman doesn't like they a five star limited, review they, on they, this film. Yeah, <laughs> they limited themselves in the in the writing of this film. They didn't know that it would affect their star ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, damn. If, if you're gonna so get good. close, that's with this one. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Do us a favor. Head over to the iTunes, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. And if you want to support the show and yeah. rock some rock some badass apparel, you can head over to redbubble.com, type in CFIR in the search box. We've got some shirts up there. Look cool while you listen to the favorite podcast. Look yours. cool while you're not in school. Yeah. <laughs> That's redbubble.com. So make sure you also follow us on social media. Social media. Every week. Every week it happens. Cult film underscore review on Instagram and Twitter, also on Facebook. You can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cult film underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris. Ah! Cult film underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike. Ah! 
at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. The reader <laughs> to the tater. <laughs> <laughs>